buying behavior has changed. Prospects don't click on links and emails anymore, and they don't watch the videos you spend hours creating every week. Instead, send personalized gifts and memes using Vidyu. You can quickly create engaging, personalized content that immediately grabs your prospect's attention, helps you stand out in the inbox, and does it all without forcing them to click anything or go anywhere. Head over to vidyou.io slash salescast to sign up for free and spend less time getting your messages across and more time selling. In the world of sales, you either sink, swim, or break through to the next level. My name's Colin Mitchell, and this is Sales Transformation, a new kind of sales show designed to bring you through the epic, life-changing moments of elite sellers so you can experience your own sales transformation. All right, welcome to another episode of Sales Transformation, and today I've got Scott Sandlin. Uh, he's the CEO and co-founder over at Cyrano.ai. I think I said that correctly. I even asked him ahead of time, but I'm not sure. Anyway, they're doing some fascinating work, which I'm sure we're going to get into, but mainly we're going to get into uh, Scott's story. He's a former world's youngest hype uh, hypnotherapist. A few companies and decades later, he's the CEO of a company focusing on uh, artificial empathy and strategic linguistics. So what the heck is that? We're going to find out. Scott, thanks for coming on Sales Transformation. How are you? I'm great. Yeah, there's a lot of what the heck is that in my bio. <laughs> <laughs> I think I said the company right. I think I said the company name right. I'm not sure. Yeah, um, sure enough. But when we first connected after you'd gone on Chris's show, mm -hmm. uh, I was super intrigued with the work that you guys are doing. And I know you have sort of a big goal mission that you're working towards as well. And we can we can talk about that. Uh, but the interesting thing, and I've told this story to many people, is we had a conversation uh, over Zoom, and then you sent me an analysis uh, on myself, and I was beyond creeped out by how accurate it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we uh, we have built a robot now, so our AI is a really good listener, and it pays attention to a lot of little details in your word choices and your phrase choices, and creates a really specific uh, psychographic profile on every person based on the words they use. Yeah, yeah. And I, we're definitely going to get into that because I'm super curious to, to learn more than than uh, what we covered in our last conversation. Uh, but let's jump in here. You have sort of an interesting path that uh, where you started and, and where you ended up here today. So yeah. tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, my, my wife says, uh, I don't know if it's an original thought of hers or if she got it from somewhere, but it's uh, your life makes sense when you look at it backwards. But while you're experiencing it forwards, it doesn't really make sense on how you're getting to where you're going next. Um, and, and mine is definitely like that. So uh, I, I come from a clinical background. So I had a, a private mental health practice and I was the CEO of a mental health clinic in Newport Beach. Mm -hmm. And so I was seeing, um, you know, uh, eight figure executives. And I was seeing at risk teens that were becoming drug addicts and, you know, mm. pretty much anywhere in between, but mostly those two categories. Um, and that meant I was having a bunch of like my career was having uncomfortable conversations that were really important and mm. no one wanted to be having the conversations. A lot of time people were coming to me against their will. 
And it was my job to like earn the room and like earn their trust as quickly as possible. And, uh, and so I got good at that because, you know, you get good at anything you, you work hard at. And so that became my, like one of my skills was reading a person like any good salesperson. You know, mm-hmm. you're reading them, figuring out how to customize, how to personalize, how to move the needle for them. And that was my job. And uh, built out a clinic, had a staff. And then long story short, I shut it all down because I realized we were getting to the people too late. And by the time people were Mm. working with me, they were already off track. And so I wanted to build a scalable tool to help prevent that from happening and help keep people on a good track rather than help clean up the pieces after they're a mess. Um, And so we built an AI that could help do that. And that's that's where we are. Wow. Wow. And I'm just curious, you know, you, what did, how long did you take to sort of, before you took that leap of, of going from, you know, your practice to going full tech entrepreneur? Yeah. Well, so my practice was working. (laughs) It was, this was a real conversation with my wife and I, because it was a big income change. Cause you know, I was in practice. I had my, my office at Fashion Island, like Newport people know that. Like, yeah. uh, you know, Fashion Island, it's an expensive office. Um, and I had an ocean view for 17 years, uh, which means things were going fine. Uh, and so the shift from that to startup guy, yeah. um, it was four years of doing research. It was four years of uh, pilot testing and unscalable prototypes and and, you know, all that's a patent applications and, and all those things went into it before I was really ready to burn the ships and like, no looking back, go for it. Yeah. Was that, was it a little scary? Oh yeah. It was super scary. And there were like, there were absolutely day hours, days and weeks where I was like, oh, I've made a huge mistake. I had like predictable income and no homework. And I can't believe I took that for granted uh, because I went from that to always having homework and always having a to-do list and all that stuff that, yeah. uh, you know, comes with startup. And and I'm, I'm glad I did it for sure. And uh, I'm, I'm proud of what we're doing. I'm excited about what we're doing. But anybody who's in sales or like a high commission job knows that roller coaster. And there's there's tough moments on that roller coaster. Absolutely. Um, and I think that, you know, you can plan as much as you want to, but till you just go all in and uh, your chips are on the table, <laughs> you know, then you, you, you sort of have your back against the wall and, and you have to perform. And, and that's some people do better under pressure or when, you know, they sort of are all in. Um, yep. That's definitely the case for myself. What, what's your experience been? Same. You know, uh, in that four years where I was doing the homework, doing the research and, and slowly building and it, it was almost dabbling, you know, and, and some of it needed to be that way uh, just because of life logistics and budget. And I've got a kid and a wife and all that. Right. Um, but but part of it was just the tech wasn't ready to jump in with both feet yet. So it didn't make sense. But that moment of doing it was a real gut check moment of, OK, I have to go all in on this because as long as I'm hedging my bets and as long as I still have some, you know, income from clients and as long as I've got that on the side, I'm not, 
I'm not fully present. I'm not fully committed. Like my headspace is divided. And uh, one of our board members kept saying to me, uh, you can't chase two rabbits at the same time. And I think that's great advice. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, tell me a little bit about the founding team there and, and kind of, um, you know, how you guys are getting this thing, you know, to market. Yeah. Depending on how you measure it, there's two or three of us. Uh, so there's two of us that actually invented the, the AI and the system. So it's me. Um, and then, and I learned a lot. I, I did a lot of self-taught AI work for a couple of years of that four years. And then my co-founder is a sociologist and a neurolinguist. So he's a, he's a real words guy. And then I'm a words guy as well. And so we built out some tech, got a patent. And I would really say, um, you could argue that we're the two co-founders and that that's reasonable. Um, but I would say the company really started as a commercial endeavor when we added Ryan Huff. Uh, Ryan was the CEO of a company called Cirrus Insights, uh, which mm -hmm. some people on this uh, will know of because it's a big sales tool. It yeah. was a top 10 app in Salesforce for eight years. Um, and so he had built this company. He was a founder uh, and CEO. He had built it up to being 41 on the Inc. 500 list. And uh, he sold it to private equity and joined Cyrano. And I really think that's when we became a company, uh, mm -hmm. when we had that guy um, that could productize and commercialize and do all that. So I can invent, but inventing is different than, you know, operationalizing. And so uh, the three of us are the core team behind the, uh, the company software and product as it's currently constructed. Okay. And, and, Tell me, you know, this is a little bit of a different episode because I'm just so curious, you know, this is such unique work that you guys are doing and it's different than a lot of things out there. Um, tell me some of the problems that you guys are solving and some of the benefits, you know, from a seller's perspective of, you know, how they can use those and, um, you know, how that could help them in, you know, their sales conversations and relationships. Sure. So, most software that's called sales enablement software or even conversational insights or any of that stuff is really designed to objectively measure a conversation so that the sales manager can review more conversations at scale. Right. Uh, and and they're, they're great at what they're trying to, that's what they're trying to be and they're doing it well. That's, that's Chorus and Gong and, and Balto and all these companies that are really organized around objective measurements talk time, interruptions, and a couple hundred keywords per industry. What we're really focusing on is empathy and strategy. So our assessments are subjective in nature, and they can show up before the call, during the call, or after the call. Uh, so, And they're designed for the salesperson to listen to and get the feedback so they become better at their job, because that's really, you want that person optimized, not just the managers. So. What we can do is we can take a conversation uh, or even a monologue. We can take anything where the person is speaking in their own words, including their Twitter feed, um, and take that and turn that, like I said a moment ago, into a psychographic profile. And what that means is that we can measure, and we have a patent in this, uh, we can measure the likelihood that the person is going to do the thing they're talking about. So we can say, you know, Colin and I were talking about you know, going and watching a football game together on Friday or on uh, on, on Saturday. 
uh, there's no football games on Friday unless we're going to a high school game. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I think so. I asked you to a fi- uh, Friday football game and your commitment was low because you don't want to go watch a bunch of 17 year olds not catch the ball. Um, but so it says, OK, his commitment is low. And it would also say, but Colin does care about these things. So if you talk about these things, you might be able to change his mind. And so our software would say, here's where his commitment level is. Here's what the next step should be. So you're not hard selling this guy. Uh, And here's the kinds of strategies in different scenarios that we can give you. So we have specific scenarios for like how to upsell a person or how to uh, de-escalate and resolve conflict. We have how to mentor a person, uh, but we also have like a complete version of it just built for real estate sales. So for real estate, it's how to show open houses to this person, how to do a listing presentation, how to do a buyer consultation, closing, so on and so forth. So we actually say bullet point, this is the situation you're in. This is the person you're talking with. This is what you should do. And so we just make it really cliff notes, glanceable. So 10 minutes before your call or your meeting or your whatever, it pushes this information so you know how to go in to be successful. All right. So let's take this into like a sales process, you know, context, Mm -hmm. right? So, um, you know, have a discovery call, you know, things that happen there. You can, the, the, the AI can determine their level of commitment, uh, in moving forward to the next stage. In B2C, we're 95 plus percent accurate in B2B, we're somewhere between 78 and 92%, depending on the stage of the sale. Mm. Uh, but, you know, in either case, yes, high accuracy, we can say if this person's going to advance. And what sort of feedback or tips or insights would the seller get if somebody's commitment level was low on how to maybe, you know, push push them forward or, you know, how to proceed in next steps to get a higher commitment level out of them. Yeah. So the first thing you would measure is the alignment of the two people. So you as the seller and me as the potential customer, it would say, whoa, Colin, you you were really over the top on that. You were really pushing the sale and this person is not there yet. Or, hey, you were aligned great or this person was ready to buy and you talked past the, the close, right? So it would give you that feedback. And then it would say, uh, there's a section called next steps. And you just take the next step. So you take the person's learning style, which is either visual, auditory, or sense of feel. Um, and then you would take their priorities um, and you would combine those with their commitment. And it would say, this person needs uh, more facts and data. So give them a couple links that they can do the research on their own. And then say, you'll follow up with them in three to five days. Mm-hmm. And it's just that. Or some person, it's like, hey, this person doesn't want more details. Make sure you tell them about a couple big celebrity endorsements or a person who they respect who's already on the software. And that's going to help you. Um, and so it tells you just real simple. This is how to follow up. Send them a text message that says something like this. Ask them this follow up question. So it just becomes really, really targeted so that you don't have to be you know, experienced to know what to do with it. And, and what sort of key things is the AI picking up on to make that determination? Yeah, so uh, importantly, we do not pay attention to tonality or sound at all. 
So there's a bunch of really valid stuff that's great that's paying attention to like rate of speech or inflection or tone, and that's all cool. But if you're doing that, you can't do email or text message or social media. So our software is just doing words. And so it's listening to the way a person is talking about topics, and there's little tells in everyone's language, and it just finds those. Mm, interesting. So, so think of it this way. This might actually help. Speech is a behavior, and a lot of people don't think of that. Like people think behavior is like if you bought a thing or not, or your like your prior uh, search history, or those kinds of things. And everyone says the past is a great indicator of the future, which is fairly true. But the present is a really good indicator of the future also. And so what we're looking at is we're measuring your present self and saying this guy who's in front of you right now is acting like this. And that means that these are the things that will probably happen next. So instead of doing generic sort of big data generalizations, it's doing really small data micro-targeted, this guy right now is acting like that. Yeah, yeah. And so tell me a little bit about the the sort of psychographics part, because I know you mentioned that. Mm -hmm. And I know there's companies that are providing data or psychographics on people. And there's a lot of uh, people that believe, you know, hey, people that are, you know, similar, similar interests, aligned, more likely to do business together. So what sort of things are you guys looking at or that are identifying those sort of, you know, psychographics for alignment? Yeah, so uh, one of the things that we measure is uh, priorities. And one of the cool things about priorities is they're context dependent. So how you show up when you're talking to a car salesman is different than who's like trying to sell you a car is very different than how you're talking to a prospect that you're trying to sell stuff to. Or your boss. Hopefully, or, hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> maybe not. I mean, every once in a while. Um, and so, paying attention to the priorities the person has, and easy examples are the person is relationship oriented, or ego oriented, or facts oriented, or process oriented. And there are some people who just work a process, and they're very methodical, and they don't really care about the humans that are going through that process they're optimizing for the process. And that's a valid way to approach life. It's not the way I do it, but it's valid. Um, and then there are some people who are much more relationshipy, and they're not caring about the features. They're not caring about the cost. They are just optimizing for the relationships. And there are people who make buying decisions based on that. And yeah. therefore we need to know this customer is a relationship-based sale. You need to take them to golf. You need to take them to the Lakers game. You need to build those relationships and bonds with them. Or this is a customer who does not care about any of those things. This customer wants industry specific data given to them so that they have peace of mind. And yeah. it tells you which, and, and that's you know one easy example, but it tells you what this person is doing to make their yes, no decision so that you can give them the thing that makes them say yes. Yeah, I love that. And because sellers are typically stuck with operating based on their own 
type, right? You know, how they make decisions and they're typically, they're more likely to win deals with people that are aligned with them, that make decisions in the same way that they do. And this gives you the insights of sort of to tweak your approach or meet, you know, how the buyer would like to receive information or how they, what they're, you know, you can adapt your selling process to their buying process. Right. Right. And it's, it goes back to that whole, the customer's always right, like mentality uh, to some degree where you say it, it's not about right and wrong. It, it doesn't matter it, if their way is better than yours or not. There isn't a better way. We just know that this is the way they're going to do things. This is the, the, their KPIs are data. Their KPIs are structure and process. Their KPIs are, it has to be beautiful. And some people don't care if it's beautiful. They care about functional. Some right. people care more about uh, form than function. Our software will tell you that so you can say, hey, if you're doing an open house, you better wash those windows and make sure there's a beautiful view on the other side of it and highlight you know, uh, natural light and views and beauty. And other people, you need to say, uh, we just redid the floors, so it may not look pretty, but you're not going to have any issues with structural for the next X number of years. Uh, it will tell you which one of those to focus your pitch on. Right, right. And yeah, I mean, you're right. There's no right or wrong. Uh, This is the way if you want to (laughs) win. If you want to win this relationship, if you want to win this deal, this is the way to approach it that's most likely to put this, you know, in the win column. So uh, awesome. I love the work that you guys are doing. I know you have some some new things that you're – releasing. Um, maybe you want to tell folks a little bit about that and then where they can find out more uh, about the product um, and all that good stuff. And we'll include the links here in the show notes for them. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, we have uh, we have a Zoom tool, uh, which you and I were talking about a minute ago, that analyzes Zoom conversations. We've got tens of thousands of users on that, and it's awesome. Uh, the feedback we were getting from people was, okay, but that's not telling me anything until after the call. I want something before the call. So we built a thing called Navigate. And Navigate um, uses our own API uh, to analyze emails. So we're in Gmail, Outlook, Office 365, Apple, Yahoo, we're in Hotmail and AOL, which I didn't even know AOL was still uh, email, but it is. <laughs> um, so someone was like, hey, can you do my AOL account? And I was like, wow, you're anyway. Um, and so if it's an even moderate sized email provider, we're in that, the calendar, the context, everything. And so it gives you an aggregate of here's all the conversations you've had with this person. Here's a profile on them. And here's the game plans to influence them. Uh, It also gives you a per conversation analysis that you can just click into each conversation you've had with them and see information about each of those. Mm -hmm. Um, We're doing a a trial on our website right now. Anybody who signs up, they get a a two week free trial and anybody who uh, pays to convert from the uh, you know the free trial to the paid version, the first 500 people who sign up are going to get 30% off for life. So it's a crazy deal because we're a new company and we need to drive awareness and we believe in our product. So it's 20 bucks a month and we're talking about a 30% discount for life because as soon as people start playing with this thing, everybody's going to want it. So we just need to drive the, uh, the eyeballs to it right now. And that's all of that's at our website which is Cyrano.ai, and Cyrano is spelled C-Y-R-A-N-O uh, dot A-I. 
Awesome. We will include the link there in the show notes. Definitely want to check it out, sign up for the free trial, play around with it, take advantage of that discount while you can. Um, Scott, thanks so much for coming on today. Really appreciate it. If you enjoyed today's episode, please write us a review, share the show with your friends. It really does help us out. And as always, we're listening for your feedback. Hey, you stuck around. That tells me you're serious about your own sales transformation. If you're tired of doing things the old way and want to get started in your journey with other people on the same path, head over to salescast.community and crush your numbers on your leaderboard. Yeah, it's free. Salescast.community. Send me a DM with your best pitch and mention this ad, and I might even give you free access to our best templates.